This is a Fubar Radio podcast. You can subscribe to the app on Apple and Android. Visit foobarradio.com for more details. Sarah Hugh and Doc Two on Fubar Radio. All right, that time of the week again. It's Sarah Hugh and Doc Two right here on Fubar, and what do you know? Mm. All <laughs> three of us oh in my the God. same team together, at the same <laughs> time. Sarah Love, it's pretty remarkable. Really. Back in the house, I know. Two weeks feels like an eternity these days. Really That's does. a sign of being old, it's isn't it? Yes, I guess. <laughs> well, you count the days a bit more because you're that little bit close to death. So yeah, like every you know, day's counting sure <laughs> at this stage. You're making the most of every moment. <laughs> Yes, um, but no, it's great to be back. Where have you actually been? Doc and I have been just making up random shit about where you've been, but where, yeah. where actually have you been? What have you and been how doing? believable were yeah. these tales that you well, made well, up? Well, people have written in and wished you luck on, on your uh, sex tourism thing. <laughs> I really had my trip to the moon. And, yeah, yeah, man. yeah so, it was actually a great trip. You know, really eye-opener. Yeah? yeah? But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, like, like, at least you escaped. That's the main thing. You got out. Mm-hmm. You I got, got out alive. Oh, um, I've actually been uh, in Europe. I went to Austria and... Mm-hmm. Um, um, then I was in Bristol, glamorous Bristol, wow. which I'm looking forward We've to tell you that. about. Um, getting more and more exotic <laughs> each trip. It's going yes. up a scale. But um, yeah, looking forward to tell you about some of the sightings of um, Bristol party folk oh, that yeah. I spotted this week. Yeah, nice. you know how, how, how it goes in these student towns. <laughs> They're up for the crack. They really are. No pun intended. Oh, really yeah. yeah. So There's no overlap with the sex been, tourism um, trip. You know, <laughs> some of the real big party spots, you know, like places like Berlin and stuff like that. Like the uh, a, lot of, a lot of people go from like after work on uh, on Friday in London, mm. fly over to Berlin, get wild for three days. Uh-huh. So the flight mm. back from Berlin to London on a Sunday night is just people covered in glitter and yeah. shit and Catching chewing up their sleeves. face off and just all oh sorts of wild, God. horrible things. Horrible things. I'm telling horrible. you, Berlin ain't got nothing on Bristol and <laughs> <laughs> Newcastle and Cardiff and Leeds party goes. <laughs> <laughs> from my experience. So anyway. what, what were you doing, though? Were you, were you DJing? Are you doing your medical journalism? Um, I was DJing in... She's uh, doing medical DJing. Medical yes, DJing. I'm, I'm oh, fusing wow. the two areas. <laughs> yes. Very to, precise cuts. <laughs> yeah, Very precise exactly, cuts. Exactly. To um, bring some joy to the world that way. Um, no, I was DJing in um, Bristol and in... It's all a blur. And in um, Austria, I was, yeah, at a medical meeting. Mm. The St. Gallen um, Cancer Conference. Wow. Did you ever turn, like, you ever DJ really late and turn up to them wrecked in the morning? (laughs) Are you the snorer? Well, that would be utterly unprofessional of me to admit to that on air. Stop moonlighting, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, because you know, you know, when I was when I was still rapping, I I I was also like running a charity for kids, and I used to be a youth worker and whatnot. (laughs) So I was very much a role model during the day, and like I brought a lot of that into my raps as well as a real conscious rapper. And then when I got into like showbiz proper, I was just like, you know, fuck all that. Man, fuck the kids. They can fend for themselves. What if we live with Rolf Harris? It's one thing. Don't fuck the kids, all right? Don't fuck the kids. Yeah, that's true. Actually, because I've had some pretty naughty songs that Mm. I've written in my time, and then when I became a Make a Wish ambassador, (laughs) a lot of people people were scraping their scratching their heads, going, ah. Maybe not. Hey, uh, pretty excited. We've got um, one of your friends and colleagues, uh, Doc, uh, Jason Mazza. He's going to be coming. uh, He's an actor, he's in Mm. a lot. 
He's mm. in a, a lot of Act stuff. Yeah, we're Act branching talk. out now. This is what's happened since you've been away, Sarah. We decided, yeah. like, <laughs> we're just, you know, we're just going to get superstars on the show every week. Because we, I mean, we started as we meant to go on, and we were Farrah Munch in episode one. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, we've just never really dropped below that level. You know, and <laughs> as, as you don't count Hugh, obviously. Like, we never really dropped below <laughs> yeah, star right. status on yeah. every single show. <laughs> we just make Thanks, the exception. Uh, <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> Fuck you both. So, yeah, Sorry, can I get some out. water? Can I get some water? <laughs> we got the uh, up and coming, real hot British uh, uh, talent, Jason Mazza, who uh, uh, I was lucky enough to work with uh, uh, briefly um, last year. And he's got a bunch of upcoming projects that he's going to talk about. He's also going to play us some songs. Yeah, so, he's yeah. coming in at uh, uh, 4 30. Yeah, yeah, big rap fan. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's how we're going to do it. We're going to get in some, you know, some celebs and whatnot, but we're not just going to get like whoever, you know, like. <laughs> I don't know Davina McCall or something, and she doesn't she doesn't know you know rap from no. from from metal. We're gonna get in. She's like, yeah, I love rap. Uh, who, I love feta love cheese. I love lettuce and rap. I love halloumi. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I love halloumi wraps. They're my favorite. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, th- I think that's that's the new theme for us. Love it. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. Um, yeah. That's coming up at around four thirty. Um, team, it's very very good to have everyone. It is incredible. Um, and it's obviously not going to last because no. you're gone next week. I'm away next week for I'm, a little I'm ducking while. out before the show even ends. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, look. This is actually something that I did need to bring up. It's an issue. It's an issue. This is something I did need to bring up because obviously it's all three of us are here now, which the show is called Sarah Hugh and Dog mm. 2. Next week I'm away. I'm in Melbourne for mm. about three or four mm. weeks or something. Um, so Sarah, because obviously Sarah has a lot, uh, she's not just a DJ, she's had a lot of radio experience as mm. well. So I mean, for, as it is now, I'm the one that pushes all the buttons mm-hmm. in the studio mm-hmm. and, and drives all the mm-hmm. things. So Sarah is going to do that when I'm away because you have said firsthand, Doc, I said don't from the very start, ever let don't, me go near it. Don't let me touch anything <laughs> on that side of the desk. That was yeah. the reason very, very he important. became a rapper and not a DJ. I yeah. don't touch any buttons. <laughs> yeah, but ever. the thing is, like, what happens while uh, I'm away? What happens if Sarah's away? Dun, dun, dun. What happens then, Doc? In that situation, I mean, we had a situation last week, didn't we? Where uh, some things were happening in my life, <laughs> and I got here at like. <laughs> Two minutes past four. And things. The show had essentially you, you started. You went and got a coke. You're it like, I would have <laughs> been here on time, but I wanted a rap and a coke. That's hashtag rap about anything again. Doc eating raps and turning up late. <laughs> yeah, raps and cokes and all of that stuff. Uh, the legal version. And um, <laughs> basically, yeah. So I, I walked. I walked in at two past four, and it was yeah. like Hugh and. Too, you know what I mean. Yeah. We had we had so, nothing practically. You were beat out. It was horrible, man. I was here by myself. Fucking oh. reminded me of my 16th birthday party. That was but it horrible. turned into what a show it turned into. Oh, it was a beast. I mean, we started with one beast. person. We ended with four people in the Dude, studio. Goodness, you know, I haven't even had a chance. A, it was St. Patrick's Day. Ended in a, like a blind, uh, massive Guinness and yeah. celebration. <laughs> yeah. We had yeah. Michael Payne. We yeah. had Genesis Elijah. Yeah, there was bars being flung back and forth. Oh, did they both impressions? Rap? Yeah, did they uh, both? Well, do actually, rapping? they played a couple of their tunes. I did some rapping, obviously. Michael Payne did an incredible Al Pacino impression. He did. He did. Um, well, have you heard about that this? They're gonna do a podcast. remake of Scarface. Really? What kind of joke thing is that? There, well, there, there was going to be one ages ago when Pun was still alive that he was putting money into called Son of Tony, which was going to have uh, Cuban Link playing the son of Scarface. But not actually a remake. Not, like yeah. a kind of reboot. And I'm, I, you know what? I, this is a horrible thing to say, but I'm so glad that Pun died before that was a possibility. As <laughs> oh. much no, as I love Pun. <laughs> It's nothing to do with me being happy that he died. <laughs> but just thank Christ yeah. his money had to go into his family and his estate 
rather than the Cuban Link sequel mm. to Scarface. I still think that probably would be better than trying to remake something which is classic and yeah, it ain't maybe. broke. I mean, like, yeah. what the Scarface, hell are they thinking? Yeah. How are you going to improve? Scarface What's the point in worth, doing it if you're not going to improve well, on Scarface it? Scarface is worth money, watching yeah. the game because it is quite a flabby movie. It's about three hours long and what you forget from when you, you know, you had the full of testosterone, you're young and you're like gangster and you heard all the samples and all the rap <laughs> tunes and all that, is that Scarface, just as a movie, is actually quite a flabby piece of work and if you look at a lot of Brian De Palma stuff, a lot of it is like that. It's a bit overindulgent, a bit too much. Oh, I, mean, I love personally, it. The I soundtrack, I adore the, the soundtrack. soundtrack is, is brilliant. Is and you know that bit, that sound effect that it does every time someone talks <laughs> yeah, to his sister yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah I need that in funny. my pocket sometimes. Uh, you know, the funniest bit of Scarface is the scene where he meets Michelle Pfeiffer for the first time and they talk <laughs> whilst doing disco dancing. <laughs> I it's love hilarious. it. The costumes, the <laughs> sets, the soundtrack. It's, it's sort of one-off, it. isn't it? I, I mean, even if it was a terrible movie I wouldn't advise remaking it because like, like you say it's, it's a moment in time wouldn't it yeah, Scarface exactly. it could have only existed in that year it was like 83 or something Yeah. and when I think obviously a group of people got together and all agreed like yeah this is a good idea let's mm. roll with this let's build on mm. this it's like how hey, how listen, did no happens. one shut they, that they, down they remade the Italian job they remade yeah, Get Carter mm. do you know what I mean how you do you remake the Italian job without what about yeah. and yeah. Carter with new ideas insane they don't do that in Hollywood anymore <laughs> there must be people with fresh ideas out they there. don't do that they just make films out of books don't they and if they don't make them out of books then they make sequels and if they don't make sequels they make reboots that's yeah. Hollywood right now that's why J.K. Mm-hmm. Rowling well, just um, just quickly just going back to what I was saying before mm. so if I'm away yeah. and Sarah's away mm. um, and you're here by yourself mm. that's not going to happen well look all I want to do can you just come around can I will cower in a corner can you just come around here for one second in a position come around the other side of the desk for one second just come around the other side come on really just for one second come around here come around the other side the terror Right, here we go. Doc's sweating so, bullets right now. We I can sit see on, the. We sit on opposite sides, so oh, I sit in front of all the screens and the buttons. <laughs> so here we go, Doc. Doc, here we go. It's just in case, just in case you're here by yourself. See this? See the keyboard here. Yeah. You've just got. You've got to push one of those buttons, right? And all you got to say is, "You're on Fubar, Sarah, Hugh, and Doc too. Coming up next. No, they didn't. And then hit a button. Go for it. Whenever you're ready. Okay. Uh, you're you're live in tune <laughs> to to Sarah, Hugh, and and and, and who's the other one? Doc too. Um, uh, stay tuned for 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 no, they didn't. I'm gonna play why why for yes. No, just do one of these. Okay, play. Something happened. You did it, buddy. You did it. You're in. Day last saw the grind date as panelled by mm-hmm. Doc Brown. <laughs> Good man, yeah, pushing yeah. the buttons. I still got it wrong, even with all that guidance. I pressed Y for yes because I just thought <laughs> when you said any key, you meant genuinely any key. But ah, you're right, you did good, yeah. mate. You're on Sarah, you're on Fubard, Sarah Hugh, and Doc too. Got the whole team back together today, which is good. Uh, time now for no, they didn't. Oh no, they days. didn't. This is where um, some celebrity story <laughs> or something <laughs> has happened. It's gone wild. Uh, we want to pick it apart, and then we want to hear from you, Doc Brown. Yeah. Um, um, what's going on this week? Well, this week I was, I was fascinated. I mean, I've been following this story uh, for a while since obviously I first heard it. Uh, it's a Glastonbury-related story. It's a rap-related story. 
It's a Kanye-related story. I mean, we all remember... We all remember... Every time he comes up, Sarah's like, shit, again? <laughs> we, all, we all remember what uh, the furore when, Jay, when Jay-Z got uh, booked to play Glastonbury and the beef with him and Noel Gallagher, and he played it really well, I think, and, you know, came on with the guitar, did a version of Wonderwall, and it was, <laughs> kind of it was all very funny. I think he took it in really good humour, Jigger, and I also think that the Glastonbury crowd kind of, like, they appreciated his, his, his effort. Um, this time, I'm really taken aback, I have to say, because the No They Didn't really is, for the first time in a Kanye-related No They Didn't, it's not actually directed directly <laughs> yeah, at Kanye. It's exactly. It's directed, that, yeah, it's directed at 120,000 people. It's up to that many people 120,440 at Time of Press, right, who have, have petitioned. They've done a change.org. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't actually, change yeah, the website, you know, to yeah. support like serious causes and stuff. They've created a change petition to stop Kanye from playing Glastonbury, where Michael yeah. Evis has already booked him, his daughter's booked him, yeah. it's all good, they're celebrating, as they should. Now, I feel like I feel like they've reacted as if they booked DMX. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that would have been dope. What are you saying about that? That, that, that would have been dope. Like, like, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? DMX is is literally oh, he's a rapper and a DJ. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like can't like Kanye, I would say, is crossover enough to play Glass. He's a pop star. Yeah, isn't he? he's a bona fide pop but star. Also, now. you know, he's done stuff with orchestras, he's done stuff with rock bands, he's got like the album 808s, which is like pretty out there. Do you know what I'm saying? And, and you can't blame Glastonbury or Organizers for wanting to get a high-profile person. Yeah. I mean, that's what keeps the festival ticking over. And apparently, the people who started the petition haven't even, haven't even no, been. No, this is, this <laughs> is the thing that let's just hey, let's just name and shame this prick. And yes, I'm calling you a prick. We can have we a need little to get him on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This guy's name is Neil. First off, Neil. Neil. Oh, yeah. We're directing this yeah. at you. Yeah. Neil. Don't know what he's thinking there. And Neil Neil Lonsdale. Okay, this is what he said. He said, "No, Glastonbury is all about upbeat major." artists it's an institution Glastonbury and we expect uh, the biggest names the biggest performers Kanye does not represent that which is a nonsense because he's one of the biggest names in music he goes I fought the temptation to scream as a Glastonbury fan and instead opted to hurl my iPhone across the room two years ago we had we had the Rolling Stones playing the Saturday night and this year we we have got Kanye rest it's an outrage he's never been to Glastonbury who's he fighting for you need a girlfriend Neil you need a girlfriend (laughs) I was listening to rap 25 years ago yeah I'm still listening to rap now I was at Glastonbury in 94 where were you I was watching Rage Against Machine at Glastonbury in 94 bro I think I was there in 94 as well where were you we didn't even know I go there and I watch indie bands and rock bands and I enjoy them you know why because I'm open minded I'm open minded open minded music fan but you get all kinds of music at Glastonbury what do you think like obviously Kanye you like you know done. being attached to the Kardashians and all these things it's just people and putting him in that category now of like you know you're just you know, a, a, a you know a headline whore who's just trying to get you know in this it's very very mainstream kind mm. of uh, realm that he's now you know obviously putting himself in more and more and more do you mm. think that's what it is and people are looking at him less as an artist and more as they just say somebody that's always in the headlines listen like, I, I will take the piss out of Kanye till the cows are home because yeah. he, he just makes me laugh because he takes himself so serious so it makes him an easy mark but ultimately everything I do everything I say about him is <laughs> has come from Kanye take him with a pinch of salt right. because the dude is is amazing what he's brought to the game 
Like he saved rap at a time when nobody was making any interest, interesting music at all. Mm. I don't have a short memory when it comes to stuff like that. He might be arrogant and he might be a little crazy, whatever you want to say about him, overly serious. But the fact of the matter is he's, he's, he's created so many incredible songs that have transcended rap and hip-hop and, and gone into the world of pop, into the world of alternative music. And he's done it really, really flipping well. You know so what, I though? Him. I wouldn't even be surprised if Neil, quote-unquote, is just like a fabricated personality who probably the Glastonbury organisers invented. Because <laughs> they're like, OK, how do we make people talk about Glastonbury? Yeah. Mm, Obviously, yeah. like Kanye is a, a massive star where everyone yeah. wants to guess about him anyway. Like, Sarah, because we, we do so often say this, such a nice person. Such a lovely person. You, you darling. What I would like to know is, who would you petition to get away from you? That's a good point. Who to get away you, from me? Yeah, who would you just want to get right away from you? Sign up to change.org. <laughs> who, who would you start to change.org for? Someone away from you. For me, all sellout artists. Well, I wouldn't even call them art. They call themselves artists. To me, I just call them acts. Mm. You're just a yeah. coat hanger, as far as I'm wow. concerned. Like, all those people, I don't really feel that they're really contributing to the greater good of humanity and propelling us further forward, like people like James Brown or Marvin Gaye, who actually, you know, represented their communities and they had some kind of political passion. When you look at something, the other day I saw um, the Soul Power documentary, which was all about the concert that happened in Kinshasa before the Rumble in the Jungle Muhammad Ali fly- mm. fight. And it was just incredible to see the calibre of artists and how they had political agendas that they were interested in. It wasn't just about getting an endorsement with this person and, yeah, hooking up with that person because that would be great promo and all this. I just think, you know, if you want to call yourself an artist, you got to be about art primarily. As soon as you're, like, going down that sellout route, you need to just not even <laughs> try and associate your na- name with the word art. Fuck, she's so smart. And she I would she's say... Smart, yeah. <laughs> and that's why I love Bill Hicks as well because he's just like... I mean, the way he <laughs> describes it is if you're an act who is endorsing any corporate product mm. you are sucking the devil's cock yeah, See, yeah, she's, that's, that's a nice way to round it off she's, yeah. she's so smart nice she's got a whole story she's got a whole political yeah, movement right. power she, I was going to say do you know who I really want to petition to get out of my go life on, go on. the fucking local guy that runs my off license Oh yeah, right, he is a prick and he's Break actually he's, every time I go in there he either tries to, rip, tries to rip me off or does something gives me the wrong change or just treats me like shit and there's nothing I can do because he's the only one that's open when I need to go past her at mm. night so he knows, if I need something he knows he can. he's got the power he's he got can. the power he's got the he smug look no on his face he's like hey, every he time comes. and every time I walk in I'm like hi mate how are you having a good day and he goes mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. I'm like dude sorry, sorry to be a pain you have short changed me again mm. he's like mm. <laughs> Such a bastard. Oh, but so you, you, must, know, you must have respected Sarah. You must have respected the uh, MCA, you know, the dude from the Beastie Boys who do died I loved recently. That. Because Before he, he died, he said, we, I don't want any of my music well. used in an advert or anything. Yeah. And then some drinks company tried to use it on a series of adverts and they sued him for like millions and they yeah. won. And that just endeared me to Beastie Boys even more. And they're like in the top 10, uh, like most highest net worth, like oh, hip hop yeah. acts of I all mean, time. Incredible. They were something like 80 million dollars or something crazy like that which obviously is like chump change to some people in it Mm. but I mean that's what annoys me about these acts too it's like when you're on the caliber of being Katy Perry or Beyonce or whatever it's like Mm. how much money do you need and really who are you representing are you representing Mm. the people and the struggle or are you representing Coca-Cola 
Yeah. I don't even want to say their name. Well, I think they are. They're representing the the record labels that are there primarily, only, purely to make money, and they're trying to find the way that they can market it to certain Mm. people. And they know that the big, a lot of people that are going to be buying a single, something like that off iTunes, is going to be a 12, 13, 14 year old kid that's at home with nothing, just trolling the internet, trying to find all this stuff. Which makes it even more disgraceful. And they just have these artists, bang, bang, bang. You know, you think it's not really going to be a lot of people that are home going, I am such a passionate musician. What do I want to share with the world? It's a shitty pop side. You're in the wrong game, you know, and that's why the focus needs to be brought back to what is art? What does it mean to be an artist? Because when James Brown said, I am, say it after me, somebody kind mm. of thing, I, I'm black and I'm proud, like that had a real reverberation through the community yeah. that meant something, because it still means something today, it's still relevant. Yeah. You know, so it's like, if yeah, you're about... to the about... intro to, to Kendrick's <laughs> album, the intro to Kendrick's album. Yeah, and that's why I'm proud of, of him too, of because he's kind of like not holding back with saying things that might not necessarily be yeah. popular in the... Um, the corporate I think, sort I of think it's um, a very risky commercial world. But, you know, that's what it means to be an artist. An artist has more power than any politician, you know, because an artist yeah, is a soundtrack through your whole life. They're with you when you're mm-hmm. in the shower, with you mm-hmm. when you're in the car, they're mm-hmm. with you, you know, at the most important points in yeah, life. N- no one can remember a John Major speech. <laughs> so I just think it really, you know, artists, if you want to call yourself an artist, you've got mm. to take responsibility mm. for the messages that you're sending. So if you're Katy Perry going out there saying, oh my God, why am I he- waking up with a headache and who's this person in my bed that's not appropriate when your fans are eight-year-old girls you know Mm, and i don't think that's cool at all so if you want to be a corporate tramp then you know Mm. you need to move out of the world to try and call yourself an artist as far as i'm concerned and if you want to sign sarah's petition to get rid of (laughs) change.org well we're actually we haven't even asked for you guys to get in touch yet we've already got a stack of feedback um sorry everyone i know i'm a bit out there um the email is tuesdaydrive at fubarradio.com um let us know who would you petition to get out of your life and why or you can hit us up on the twitter uh at Fubar Radio and the Facebook as well, Fubar Radio. And up next, Doc Brown, we want to find out from you. Who mm. would you want a petition to get out of your life? Oh. Um, well, and, um, it's very simple. And why? <laughs> hold, on, hold that thought. Hold that thought. We will find out up next. Uh, get in touch. Um, we'd love to hear from you on the phones as well. I'll open up the phone lines right now. with uh, 0330 And the uh, question we're asking is, who would you petition to get out of your life? Get away from you and why? And we'll take all your feedback. Up next on FUBAR, Sarah Hugh and Doc 2. <laughs> hey, it's their new Kendrick Lamar. You ain't got to lie. You're on Fubar, Sarah Hume, and Doc too. Um, and we are, we're having a bit of a chuckle because we're talking about uh, Kanye West. Uh, he's uh, he's been signed now to, uh, to he's been booked. Sorry to uh, be one of the headlines at Glastow this mm. year. Uh, there's been a petition for 120,000 people 120, signed 000. to stop him from uh, headlining at Glastonbury this year. Jeez. So what we're asking is. <laughs> Who would you Please. like to? Who would you like to petition to get out of your life, and and why? Doc Brown, you're up next. Mm. You heard my rant. No, yeah. yeah. I would go. It's just, it's just a man called Daryl who walks around the roundabout at the end of my road. I've had enough, Daryl. Seeing you on the roundabout. I had enough because he always he always asks for uh, chips. He always asking for chips. I just, get the man some chips. Some chips. So I get some chips. Mm. So I get some chips. So uh, specifically chips uh, yeah, every time. Just sure. chips. Maybe enough to get some chips. Get like some chips. What's the chips? Obsessive compulsive chip. Get him some so bloody my, chips. My, my, my wife said, "I said, uh, all right, I'll get you some chips, right?" And on the roundabout, 
um, there's a place called Paradise on the corner. Um, so she's like, oh, get, get some chips from here. And they get, give you a big portion as well, you know. This is good, good for a homeless it's person. Good. I it's great, yeah, yeah. And he goes, ha. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, ha, <laughs> ha. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not that chippy. No, not that one. Oh, he's not particular. He's particular. What is it? What is it? No, not that chippy. I meant heroin. Uh, yeah, yeah, chips. Yeah. Chips is kind the of the other kind of, of chips. All right, we go to Jimmy's, which is at the other end of the road. <laughs> other end of the road, oh, no. and he goes, he goes, no, no, just just give just give me the money. Oh. Money. No, so why, every day you're asking for chips You're just trying to bullshit people That's man terrible. Just ask for the money to buy your super tenants Or whatever <laughs> yeah. it is you, you, you turn down a gift from my family You yeah. come to me <laughs> yeah. on my daughter's wedding day Cue the like, Scarface The <laughs> cat sister sound what the hell? This is great So basically Sarah wants to petition to get any fake artist That are Sell selling out, out. Yeah, I want to petition to get rid of the guy that runs my local office And Doc wants to petition to get rid of a homeless guy I don't want to you say that like I want to kill him. I just want to move him on. I just want to move him on. Move him on um, to the next block. We ask you guys. Let them deal with it. We ask you guys to get in touch. Um, you can email Tuesday uh, Drive at Food Bar Radio or hit us up at the Food Bar Radio Twitter or Facebook. We've got um, Stevie from Fulham said uh, he would petition. I'd like to petition to go against all the cold callers that call oh, me every yeah. day. That's Damn. such a no, good shout. You know bro. what yeah. though? Screw those guys. You know yeah. what though? It's great just to have a bit of fun with them. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, that sometimes. Yeah. It depends what mood you're in. Yeah, but if yeah, you absolutely. jumped out of the shower to get the phone in, I'm like, you die. Well, you die. unless you swear or abuse <laughs> them, they oh, can't. They can't hang up as well. I, you, <laughs> you can know, fully take. But then just there. throwing them so far off the track and seeing how good they yeah. are, bringing it back yeah. to what they. Yeah, that yeah. is amazing. That You're is right. Fun. That is a lot of fun. It, you've got to turn it into yeah. a positive experience. When yeah. I've been really bored, I've done that with the computer ones. You know, the the computer generated one. They're not even real. It's just a robot. <laughs> like on the NatWest site, and it's like the woman's like, "I'm here to help. What can I do to help?" Suck, man. You know. Crazy. I go crazy yeah. on that. That's not a very nice thing to say. I can't help it. You're a robot. Come yeah. on. Come on, it's, it's, it's completely it's, it's, it's unnecessary. But you, you do get that, don't you? Like, a little it's bit of around the house. It's yeah, liberty. Because if someone was like badgering you like that in person, you'd call the police. Of course yeah. you would. Yeah. <laughs> but they're just taking advantage of the fact they're like in some distant land and they can't be I tracked the down. assumptions. Like, how do you know I've had an accident in the last 12 months? How can you possibly know that? <laughs> She's a robot. They know these things. They've got a good memory. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the human. Ones. Oh, the they human you, ones yeah. too. There's the human ones, the PPI the and the PPI accident ones. Oh, yeah. like yeah, PPI. Yeah, yeah. I never had PPI. I don't even know what PPI stands <laughs> so for. It sounds like an STI. Yeah. And yeah. then there's the purple penis ha- infection. I want to talk to you about <laughs> the accident <laughs> that you had six months ago. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Um, we got another email through from uh, Zoe in Chichester. Did I say that right? <laughs> that right? You, you didn't say that right, but Damn. I like how you said it. How do you say it? Can you pronounce it? Chichester. 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 Oh, like, that sounds much better. Um, Zoe <laughs> says... As the Jamaicans call it, Chichester. Chichester. Yeah. Chichester. Like um, Zoe says she, uh, she, can't, she can't bloody stand the bouncer at my local pub. Oh, it's in a quiet answers. area and he always makes us go inside at 9pm for no reason. He says mm. it's something to do with the law, but he could just chill out a bit. Mm. <laughs> I like how chill. It's something to do with the law. Something to do with <laughs> the law. As much detail I don't know. Got. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> that law. I want to see that law. Yeah, yeah. yeah next time you see him, you maybe. You smoke outside, you've got to drink inside, you can't do both at the same time. <laughs> yeah. The whole point it's of so smoking and drinking is that they go together. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So complicated. Life's um, tough, man. We got another email in, uh, Tuesday Drive at foobarradio.com. Kay from Camden. I would petition against this annoying guy at work that always gives me his life story while we're on our lunch break. <laughs> oh, he's that's hitting the on worst. you, babe. He's just hitting on you that's for exactly sure. That's what he's doing. Oh. I mean, get, give him a little oh. bit tired today. The is you give someone a rope, they want to be a cowboy. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like, bit tired your today. Lunch break is, your lunch break is, 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 is sacred. sacred. It is. You know, the trick is headphones as well. 
Just put on headphones and sometimes mm. I'll talk to you. You go, huh? Get your body language <laughs> straight before he comes outside. Yeah. He's definitely hidden over. He's trying to tell him the whole life story. <laughs> but I used to work with a guy that was like that too. This is like years and years ago when I did landscape gardening. I'd be, and he'd be like, oh, have a big stretch and go, yeah, such a busy day. Pay some bills. What am I going to do for dinner? Yeah, life yeah. commentary. Going to call my parents. And I'm just like, fucking shut up. Some people You're can't. Stealing have minutes, silence, I'm never going to get back. Some people can't. I mean, obviously, we can't have silence because we're, you know, we're professional yeah. in the studio. We could try. It's, it's the enemy of radio. But, you know, in life. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with just having a moment with another person mm. where you're just not saying anything. Yeah. You know, especially Zen. in a work scenario. Um, so what we're asking is, um, because of Kanye, if you've just tuned in, obviously Kanye West uh, booked a headline, Glastow, um, 120,000 people have signed a petition. That's like within thousand people. just a couple days. So we're getting your feedback Incredible. as well um, on who you would like to petition to get out of your life. We've got Jeff from Kilburn on the line. G'day, Jeff. Jeff! Hi guys! How's Kilburn doing? It's good, it's good, and so is Cricklewood. Are you originally from Kilburn, Jeff? Are you born and raised in Kilburn? Yeah, well, Kilburn and Cricklewood. Incredible. Uh, You're a dying breed. You are a dying breed. I'm a dying breed, yeah. Uh, All right, Jeff. Jeff Jeff from (laughs) Kilburn and uh, Cricklewood. Who would you like to petition to get rid of in your life, mate, and why? Okay, there's the uh, the mad guy with a shopping trolley that delivers the local newspapers. Hey man, Jeff, he's got to pay his bills somehow. It sounds to me like you might have a few here, mate. Have you got a few? I know he's got the no, he's, he's basically a tramp, but uh, he's got some sort of job pays him a bit of cash, and you don't want him too near. You know what I mean? Why? Why did you not? Can we get Jeff a job here? He's unkempt. He's unkempt. He's unhygienic. Is he? Is he touching your door? Is he touching your door, Jeff? Oh, oh Jeff. Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Jeff's run out of patience completely. Jeff, man. you there, mate? Yeah, yeah. He's not yeah. one of those people that because of life circumstances out of his control, he couldn't get a job and now has to live on the streets because he has nowhere else to live and no support from anyone in his life, is he? <laughs> Oh, yeah, they're I the think worst. He is one of those. They're just the yeah, worst. Hey, 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 cut Jeff some slack. I've already petitioned against a homeless person. Maybe it's a Kilburn Cricklewood thing. You know? Sorry, did you have another person that you want to get? Yeah, sorry, let's go back to the list. Who's number two in the list? Matt Allwright from Watchdog. Oh, oh yeah, he's I, a I'm not sure yeah. I know who that is. But oh. I well, it's a, it's a I'll just go along with you on that one anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, he, I used to sell these chairs back in the 90s. They were very good chairs, actually, for old people. To, I don't know oh, that at all. You know. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Like orthopedic kind of chairs. I say they're very good chairs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's uh, let the judge decide, but there isn't going to be exactly. a court case. That's all right. But I wouldn't want him near me. Yes. Because that would just be bad news. Yep. You don't want enough. any fights That's breaking out. Yeah. Hugh Edwards, the news guy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, hey, Jeff. Which one is he? Well, 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 I Jeff. don't like the look of him. He's aggressive. He's angry. Yeah. <laughs> he looks Jeff. like... I, Jeff, we, I'm we with have... Jeff on every single comment so far. We've only, got an ex- we've only got an hour and a half, Jeff. How many do you actually have on the list? <laughs> Let him finish the list. Let him finish <laughs> the list. Uh, right. He's been right on everyone. Rolf Harris, yeah. Okay, and next... Four uh, out four for me. Dirty hands. He's got dirty hands. Who? Uh, I saw him once at a, at a motor show. He's got Who? dirty hands and fingernails. Is this someone Chris you? Know? Oh, Chris Tarrant. Yeah, yeah, nice yeah, yeah, we can do without him. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, well, the lady, the lady said political true. musicians, Bonio, uh, Spice Girls Bonio. don't like them. <laughs> political people. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want. Preach! They just sing a song Preach! to me. Sing me a song. Don't give me your politics. 
I'll yeah. become a politician or sing me a song. Yeah. What's, what, what is Big your, fa- what's your favorite Spice Girl song, Jeff? Um, Spice the, Up Your Life? Mama. Mama. Mama, I love you. Oh, that's yeah. deep. Oh, that's hey, can one. I ask that's you as well? Is, uh, we're obviously <laughs> talking about people you want to petition to get out of your life. Is there anyone you would actually like to keep in your life? <laughs> I'd like to get James Brown into my life um, all the time. You know what? I would say he is a possible contender for the greatest musician yeah. of all time. Because he'd just be beside you doing his soul and that, wouldn't he? And, and the yeah. splits. Up your day. And the Brighten splits. Up your day. Yeah. Hey, um, well, thank you so much. We're out of time now, Jeff. Thank Jeff, you so you much. It. You killed You've been amazing, buddy. Yeah. And Cricklewood. See you, yeah. Yay, Jeffrey! Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow, ish just got real, oh, no, no doubt about that. Hey, yeah, we had a couple got more emails real. come through then as well. Um, we had Clinton Stockwell said um, he says so. Public Enemy headlined a stage at Glastonbury last year. They killed it. Professor yes. Green, an example, played there. No, and no one kicked off. Why all the hate for Kanye? Um, he'll run that place. He will. Clint, he'll in put on a great show. Yeah. So, and we had one uh, one more come through from Stan in Worcester. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, that was good. That was good. Yeah, oh, oh, Huey. Oh, Wa- is it Worcester? No, even Worcester? you don't know. Huh? Killing it. Worcester, um, Stan Worcester. says. Worcester. Worcester. Stan oh, says. Worcester. <laughs> <laughs> English is a messed Worcester. up language, sure man, is. so it's all right. Um, anyway, Stan I from someplace, anyway, says, uh, went to Glastonbury <laughs> and saw Robbie Williams and the Sugar Babes, and everyone enjoyed them. I also saw Rolf Harris, which uh, no one seemed to mind. They probably regret that booking now, though. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. So uh, they cancel the petting zoo. The next year. Yeah. Within uh, two minutes. I know, this is not good. Um, um, do you know what is good? Show. Jason Mazza. Is he here? He is here. Woo! I just saw him. He's standing outside. A right. uh, very talented actor. Uh, also, a good mate of Doc Brown's. have worked together and done a lot of stuff. He's going to be joining us in the studio up next. And you're on FUBAR, Sarah Hugh and Doc 2. He's uh, uh, Michael Payne killing it. And he joined us last week on the show. Oh, yeah. He's killing it. Michael Payne, you're on FUBAR, Sarah Hugh and Doc 2. And we are joined in the studio now by a very, very special guest, Jason Mazza. Hello, hello. Now, Jason, he's, uh, we've just been uh, having a look at your bio and yeah. some of your... The, you've been in a lot of films, friend, <laughs> oh, shit, uh, a lot man. of TV. He's just going to reel off a couple. Uh, the Hooligan Factory, 2014, Still Waters, uh, Welcome to the Punch, Get Lucky, The Man Inside. That's just a few. That's just a few. On TV few. shows, The Crimson Field, Silk, Come Fly With Me, Whitechapel, The Bill. Haven't dropped my favourite I've been the in list. The Bill. The list goes on. I was in The Bill in the 80s, all right? Oh, so seen? just fall back okay. on that one. Oh, wow. You don't... Really? I'm original. She was, she was, she was crack baby three. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was concerned child upon the streets. Concerned uh, child. Did, yeah. child <laughs> did you did you, did you do concerned well? I, I, I did. did. I was I excellent. Did. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that like, concerned like, face right yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> try to try to reenact it now, Sarah. Go on. I just had to give us the line. Wow. That's, that's more than, that's less that. concerned and more Trudy screaming Goodwin. for life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jason Mazza, welcome to the show, mate. Thanks, yeah, man. It's, 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 we'll... it's exciting to be here. No, it looks amazing, like, the list of work that you've done already. How do you start to get build a CV like that? Like, how do you get a foot into acting to lead to such an amazing array of work? You're being very sweet. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I started I started when I was, when I was quite young. Um... 
basically parents found me hard work and a nightmare I was known as stress and tension so they had to take that energy and put it somewhere and they put me into a Saturday school from like the age of 10 basically and sort of did that loved it at a Saturday and, and they had an agency and then it was sort of a natural progress the agency started putting you up for castings and, and from so from basically 16 I sort of started to chip away Was that Saturday school was that the same school where you were in the class with um, what's his face my man from the in-betweeners Yes yes so that's it was James. really cool so yeah it was a place called Collins in Essex and uh and it was like a whole hub of, of crazy little kids. But James Buckley, who plays Jay in the Inbetweeners, was there. We had Rochelle and Frankie um, from the Saturdays. Jesse Jay uh, was there as well. That's so crazy. it was a real, real great mix of kids. And wow. loads of them have gone on to be sort of superstars. Dude, yeah, you're like clearly. a child star. Did you ever, have you like Macaulay Culkin and divorced your parents or anything like that? <laughs> no, that would be really cool, though. Oh, <laughs> we, we just haven't got that kind of money in British TV and film yet. No chance of getting Could I do that, though? No. 100 quid a week, I'm getting paid. Later. Uh, you're getting divorced. I gotta yeah. say, my, my favourite role that I ever seen you in was in uh, is in a low budget film called Shifty with uh, Riz, yeah, Riz, Riz Ahmed yeah. and uh, Danny. Was it Danny, Danny Mays? Mays? Yeah, yeah, Danny Mays. Yeah. yeah, which is a wicked film for anyone who hasn't seen it, listeners and, and you two included. It's, it's, oh, it's thanks, a mate. brilliant, Appreciate it's a that. brilliant little thriller, very underrated. But um, yeah, that was a blessing. That one. Jason pops up. I had no idea he was in it. I was watching it. <laughs> He pops up about halfway through playing this kid called Malik and he is wired. Like, he just jumps in a van and he starts talking like he's on speed, like a mile a minute for like three minutes. It's a hilarious performance. Really, really funny, um, edgy and strange. And uh, yeah, just another reason to to watch watch his work, really. So, what's what's, what's going on in a minute? What, what are you working on right now? Uh, well, you know, we're uh, we're both sort of involved in in Paul Whitehouse's Nurse. Oh, that's is, true. Yeah, that which is, is true. Which is on at the moment. So that was um, that was sweet. I mean, I've you know I've always been a big fan of, of Paul Whitehouse. He's yeah, just it's like kind a, of kind of an honour really yeah. to be in something with him yeah and basically he plays 85% of the characters so there's only a couple of us that come in <laughs> yeah. and do so it was a bit of a yeah. W- when yeah when I got the phone call that was a bit of an honour and stuff and sort of yeah just watching him he's basically brilliant and he's a genius yeah, he and watching him at the read through just literally go from character to character it's a bit embarrassing really he's sort of like I've got a lot of work to do but yeah so that was that was that was fantastic <laughs> so that's on at the minute yeah so that's cool yeah mm-hmm. Nurse on B- BBC2 so yeah. what days is it on? is that the one that you guys were on Tuesday. together? You're well on yeah we together. went in the same scene and like, J- 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 like they were very standalone scenes and like Jason says it was hard to get a role because Paul played everybody you basically yeah. had to be either younger than him or black oh. so we were both lucky <laughs> in yeah, that yeah. respect <laughs> can I just say how cool how cool is Doc what day is it on? Like, so cool. Yeah. So, it's on uh, tonight, Tuesday nights. So, oh, it's tonight. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Perfect. Boom. Yeah, so that's... So that's 10 p.m., I think. BBC yeah. 2. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so we d- did that, and then um, I've got a movie out uh, in sort of end of summer um, called Legacy, which um, which is like a party movie. It's basically like... I don't know if you've seen the movie Project X. They did this crazy party. It was an American movie. Yes. But we... Yeah, it's sort of like a British version of that and there was uh, a lot of pools in the trailer I remember that yeah. a lot of jumping into pools yeah. oh well, they're vital vital part of party <laughs> yeah, movie yeah. stock you need jumping in pools yeah, yeah this, is, this is a sort of a British version <laughs> their pool so needs to be heated <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and you know in, in the projects that I remember the trailer they, they throw this sort of murk into the uh, into the pool yeah we couldn't afford to do that so, uh, so yeah. but, uh, but it's a lot of fun though I've seen the movie it's really really good and um, yeah I think the kids are, the kids are going to love it so yeah, yeah. Mm. Is there, um, so obviously uh, you know you've been in so many different things is there any type of roles that you would like to do or like to take on that you haven't had the chance to just yet yeah I, th- I mean for me it's all about 
characters and finding that you know like you mentioned Shifty that was just an amazingly funny well written character that I could come in and just do do something with and um, so for me it's all 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 about characters really and I'm I love comedy like I, I love comedy and I sort of love to be in stuff that you know you watch the news and it's quite depressing so I think if I can be in entertainment that make people laugh and feel good that's that's my big remit at the minute. Yeah. So at the minute I'm just like, you know, the sort of the search and stuff that I'm looking to do is is comedy based and just because I want to make people smile, make them laugh. So yeah. yeah. So how do you go about like studying the art of doing that? Like how do I mean I, I come just from a musical background. Okay, just and, like, copy you know, you anything Dotson. Okay, yeah, don't do just, he doesn't even know where he is right now. <laughs> don't don't copy Doc. Don't copy <laughs> but don't copy his tardiness either. Like, yeah, that's not a good start. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> you want to rap on You're gonna pay for this. Joking. I think um, we love you. We love you. I think, yeah. What was the question again? (laughs) No, because I come from a musical background, so I understand a lot of how you cultivate being a, you know, not that I'm calling myself a great musician, but how much it takes to get, you know, really established and, you know, good at your craft. So, how, what is that process as an actor? Um, Well, I think it's like anything, you have to be aware that you need to constantly improve. So, like, I'm, I'm always like you know trying to be critical of the previous work and you sort of want to take what you did and, and better it so that's always i think setting yourself goals and and making sure you know you've you've definitely not cracked it so keeping that hunger keeping that fire going so i think that's probably you know the key thing that, that i take in i just want to i just want to be better i just want to get get you know just improve the craft but i mean like say if you're looking at a script is it kind of like going hey grandma how are you hey Grandma, but how are you? Like, oh I mean, sh- how do you like? That was such you a range. Range. She does concerned really, really yeah. well. Still, yeah. still, yeah. still doesn't still really. Well. She's, she's, she's auditioning tapped. now. Yeah. 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 So yeah, let me know if you need any black actresses. Yeah. 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 I know there's not many to choose from. Like, often people confuse me for Sophie Okanadu. She lives in my neighbourhood. People are often like, "Are you an actress?" Yeah. I'm like, "I'm not her." Yeah. Oh, really? yeah. I know what you should really go with it and start signing autographs. I get mistaken for Courtney Love. You fucking lucky. Yeah, no, Jason. Another reason we wanted to get you on the show uh, is uh, Doc pointed out that you're uh, you're a rap fan as well. So we've got a couple of songs that you've picked out yes. here. Uh, the first one is "Forget About Dre." Yes, Dr. Dre featuring M. Um, wh- why is this one of your favourite songs, and why did you choose to play it today? Forgot about Dre. <laughs> well. Well, I love the tune. It's obviously a massive. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a, it's a yeah. classic. Um, I tell you what's been f- funny recently. I've started going to um, going with the collective that go to karaoke, and you get your own little booth, and there's like ten people. Mm. And last time I went, I went with a load of lawyers and media people that are so far removed from um, from the sort of rap genre. And you know, they've got the classics, <laughs> the Grease and the Elton John classics. But I like to slip in this, so I slipped in this, and <laughs> just the enjoyment of watching them trying to get through <laughs> the this. Tongue twisters on this. Yeah, it was. Unbelievable. So infused with alcohol. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cocktails. So not only is this an absolute tune, but it'll just it'll just warm me up just remembering that. So oh, here we go. I forgot about Dre, as chosen by Jason Mazza, and then you could stick around, mate. We want to grow you some more. Boom. Legend. Jason, are we gonna to get to hear you rap over this as well? <laughs> uh yes. you gotta keep, got keep up the entire song, every verse. You're on Fubar, Sarah Hugh and Doc Two. We'll be back with Jason Mazza in the studio. Y'all know me, still the same OG, but I'm Sarah, Hugh and Doc 2 right here on FUBAR. Forgot about Dre, uh, as chosen by Jason Mazza, who's joining us in the studio right now. Do you remember the first time you heard that tune? It blew my mind the first time I heard it. Yeah, it's just, well, they're both geniuses, really, but, yeah, it's just a genius track. Genius. Because mm. it's aggressive, but it's funny. Funny, witty, yeah, just... 
See, I have a lot of props for Eminem because I know some people are a bit, a bit uh, can be critical of him. Who? But I think who? That Name and shame. <laughs> That's like you cannot criticize Eminem. Well, I'm not having it. I'm, I'm not, not quite it. at liberty to because they might not appreciate it. But um, yeah, no, I just think he has managed to negotiate being an artist and the pop world in like the perfect way because he's not lost any credibility. He still has all the rap credentials and respect that you have to have if you want to call yourself hip hop. And then you know he bought out that. Uh, rap god tune on his uh, last album which was like the first thing we heard from him for years and it's like the whole tune is just him spitting relentlessly and bigging up like serious bona fide people Mm -hmm. like Faramont who we spoke to the other week like Rakim you know so it's more than just like him going me 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 and I just I just really respected that because he could easily just do the same as everyone else and just be all about picking himself up. I really respect you for just talking seamlessly there while uh, <laughs> the technician Al, Ali was fixing your mic which literally just fell out from the sky. Yeah. Um, Sarah's ex Ali let's not respect. Oh, yeah, so that, it yeah. must have been an awkward moment. It was. Well. That's probably the closest they've been since the she decided not to go on a date with him. Oh he's scarpered. He's scarpered. <laughs> he doesn't even want to know me. <laughs> uh, there's, there's one thing that I mean I, you know I, 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 I don't want to flatter myself by saying that, that I see <laughs> similarities in our careers because I'm, I'm still starting out in this acting game but the one thing I've noticed is you you, you do I don't mean you I mean one. actors tend to get typecast and, 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 and whatnot depending on their looks or their voice and whatnot and you being like East London boy Bo and all of that and and, and the, the way you carried yourself in, in some of your more mainstream appearances say Another Hood or, or even Shifty to some extent which is way more uh, successful than people might have expected it to be with, with that budget do you find or do you get irritated by the assumption that maybe ah oh, there's a there's a working class character in here who's like he's he's off he's off road isn't it like blah 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 get Jason Mazza yeah hundred percent or or that thing where they say think Jason Mazza <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, put I mean, it in the script it's like yeah it's it's uh, it's really really frustrating that's that's tough and I think coming from a sort of a working class background. It's even harder for me. The experience that I've had is just because it's so easy for them to box you mm. and go, boom, you know, you're that and you're good at that and you can keep doing that. And it's very hard for that, you know, to convince the industry that you can do something else. Um, and, you know, I'm re- like, I love messing around with accents and stuff and, you know, but it's a real challenge to try and mm. get that. I mean, there is, you know, there's pros and cons. The pros being that if they do want someone, you know, a bit cheeky, a bit of a lad or a bit, you know, a bit with an urban edge, then, mm. then if I'm going for that role and I'm meeting, then I'm either getting it or I'm like, I'm, I'm right. It's a double-edged yeah, yeah, yeah. sword. It's a you double-edged sword. Yeah. What's some, some of the accents? You're just saying you like doing accents. What's some of your favourite accents? Give us your best just... Aussie accent. Uh, you're right, mate. I, li- I like doing like a chopper, <laughs> chopper read. Because I have to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, chopper Because it just, it's just amazing in that I performance, and I can't like it. Because I have Neville to say, mate, your, your name is <laughs> pretty no good reason. for Aussies. Yeah. No reason David. at all. <laughs> yeah. It's not even a question. Mazog. So Australian is one of your would uh, be one of your favourite accents. Today. Yeah, it's terrible, but I just enjoy doing it. So. What, what <laughs> about what about West Indian? Oh, you're a white dude to do. That's not fair, man. What do you mean? No, you I'm, mean? Like, I'm terrible at West Indian accents. Like, I'm not West Indian either, so there's you know, no real reason why I should be good at a West Indian that, accent if I'm stereotyping myself. But um, no, yeah, that wouldn't, I wouldn't put fun. that on top of top of the list. But it's interesting, isn't it? Because Julie Waters right. recently she came out and she was talking about how. Uh, uh, you know, there's there's not enough roles for working class actors, and and even work, working class young working class kids who want to be actors don't believe that they can because they don't believe that door is open to them. Yeah, right. And and what really fascinated me about that is, is she was talking about accents, and 
don't you think it's interesting? A middle class actor can be expected to uh, do a working class character. Yeah. But they'll never expect a working class actor to try and do a middle class. Don't yeah, worry about that. Just do it in your own voice. Yeah. Do it in your own voice. And you're like, hold on a minute. Yeah. I can be posh, you fuckers. Yeah. I can yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But it's the other way around is fine. Oh, yeah, Olivia Coleman. Yeah, yeah, should be, should be great just to get her to, to play a couple classes lower. Yeah. Be, that's fine. The research yeah. for the role would be getting, getting the tube. That's me researching the role. actors. Therefore, that's what we're, that's what we're, tra- that's what we're trained to do. Pretend to be other people. You know, yeah. And apart from Danny Dyer, most of us can do it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> tough life, isn't it? He he, he was tough actually he was, he was on Jonathan Ross saying like, oh, it's it's a liberty, it's a liberty. Like like uh, every, everybody's expected. Like this is what I do. Like I'm the, I'm the like, I can't get the, I can't get any roles. Like, I'm the, oh, I, this is what I do. I do it, the working class thing. I was like, well, bro, like do some acting. Do you know what I mean? Like pretend to Ooh, be someone else. Shots fired. Shots fired. Oh, Cut down yeah. No, seriously. So he was saying that he's vexed that he only gets that one yeah, avenue. But that's all he ever does. Like, no, but, he did, but maybe because that's the only roles he's getting cast. Maybe he does no, no, do no, some deep no, but he was, acting. But he was Shakespearean. He, I mean, he was he was really funny. I thought he was really funny on that. On that he Jonathan was funny Russell. on it. Because, he but was. also, he did. He sort of, you know, he, bless him. He was like, I want to do different stuff. And then they were sort of going through his audition for Game of Thrones. He was like, Yeah, I'd kill you, and I'd kill <laughs> you, and I'd take you. On. And he was like, You know, he, 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 <laughs> you know, he was like, Can we put a cockney in everything? That was what he was going for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair play to him. Fair um, play so, uh, Jason, uh, we've got another tune from you here as well because we know it's five. Doc's oh, going to yeah, get I the Doc. You got to go. You got a gig, big gig tonight, don't yeah, you? Yeah, well, it's a little one. Royal Albert Hall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I haven't heard of it. <laughs> so yeah, casual. It's, it's, a little, little, um, <laughs> yeah. it's just ahead of little his little spot, um, Southwest London. So you're going to get out of here now. Uh, Jason's going to hang around for a little bit and um, Sarah is we, we're going to stick around here to six now, Doc and this is the last time I'm going to see you for a month I know man it's I'm going to be like, you're gonna be, yeah. be we're going to call you at three in the morning okay. and be like <laughs> wake up just, just, are you taking a piss just touch my hand just, just touch my hand just, are you taking a piss <laughs> yeah just touch <laughs> alright Doc Brown you're gonna, we're, we're going to uh, jump into the song now uh, that Jason has chosen um, not just an actor also a rap fan which is why we're um, very stoked to get you on the show this is uh, by Stormzy uh, Know Me From yeah. this one so why have you chosen to play this song uh, I just, I, I, I just really love his energy. Like he's come into this sort of industry. He's unsigned at the minute, and I think he's making really good strides. And if you've seen the video to this track, it's genius. Mm, it's really a because he's got his mum in it, so that's that, that's maximum <laughs> points. That's and new. yeah, at, at, at B like there's this crazy cut in the middle of the video. It's like all he's done in one take. But there's this car that ruins the video, and what comes up on the screen in black is yeah, some dickhead driver ruined this video. But they don't attempt to redo it. They just <laughs> keep it in. So I just, I just love that. He's just like he's doing this thing. And I think when someone comes in, you know, in a creative industry with that energy and that vibrance, I'm, I'm all for him. He's great. So nice. Amazing. All right. And we'll be back after this, Doc. We'll be uh, away, uh, as we just said. Uh, coming up next as well, Sarah, um, she's been she's been away the last couple of weeks on tour DJ, and she's seen some pretty crazy shit out the front of some nightclubs. We're going to find <laughs> out what that is up next. Sarah, you and Doc, too, on FUBAR. You're on FUBAR, Sarah Hugh and Doc2. That's Stormzy there. Know me from the name of that one. As chosen by actor Jason Mazza, who's joining us in the studio right now. Doc Brown's go- gone. Good, we can talk about him behind his back. I fucking hate that dude. <laughs> How did you get into hip-hop or rap? Or would you say you're a hip-hop fan? Or is it just like the, the, the rapid, rapidly raps that you're a fan of? No, I think I like, um, yeah both do it for me and to be honest I've got like a, a real eclectic mix of, of music I love you know I love all music but um, but yeah I think probably growing up you know um, you know as a teenager listening to Nelly and stuff <laughs> East Coast or West Coast what's your pick what's your favourite oh, East God. Coast West Coast 
Uh, East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could really like, good who are your it. East Coast? Fa- no. Who are your favourite people from East Coast? Would you say? <sighs> well, just some, who are some of your favourite artists? You know what? Like, I, ju- I love. I mean. I mean, everyone loves the. If you look rappers, like I love, I love Jay Z. Obviously, he's a is a is a genius, and uh, you know, obviously we mentioned Eminem. Um, but yeah, I mean, just but like you know, them old school like the Jar Rule tunes back in the day as well. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. What's love? God, you know, I feel that. sorry for Jar Rule. Yeah, he's just vanished, isn't he? Disappeared. He's struggling, man. He's he's fallen on hard times. And this is the thing about like celebrity, because like at those times when he was just like killing it, you just think, oh my god, he's untouchable. He's just made now forever. Yeah. Like some of these people are just rotting in jail. They've got like addiction problems or whatever. It ain't everything that kids think it is mm. to be yeah, like I'm a superstar rapper. Hundred percent. I think to be honest, like it's just musicians and, and acting. It's just, it's the same thing. Like it can look from the outside, it can look amazing, and mm. you know it can look like everyone's doing so well when they're going to these parties and. There. But actually, you know, they're, they're tough, tough, mm-hmm. tough industries. Definitely. Um, so you know, also with sports too. I think like there's friends that I uh, know who uh, have a lot of connections in like the NBA and stuff, and they know players who are like major players living like check to check. You know, so it's like easy for us to think, God, they're on like a million dollars a week, and it's like, like these people are struggling hard mm. times being on a million dollars a week. Tell you someone who's definitely not struggling, DJ <laughs> Sarah Love. She gets paid to travel around the world doing gigs. She's missed the last two shows because she's been on tour. Now, we know you were saying before you've seen some pretty crazy shit at the front of nightclubs yeah, over always. the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's just part Do of tell. the um, profession, isn't it, I guess. I mean, like, yeah, I, I, I think any weekend, especially if you're in somewhere like Shoreditch, like, you know, you could just go there and just stand in the street and that's entertainment enough probably for the like, whole oh, evening. Look at that guy, what a piece of shit! And that'd probably be me. <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the gutter. Like, he in the needs gutter. help. Chips? Quick. Chips? Got any yeah. chips? <laughs> but, um, no, I was DJing in Bristol uh, last weekend and um, there's a phenomenon that you see, like, all over the UK and, the, and uh, like, it plays like Newcastle and there's also a Newcastle in Australia where I've seen similar types of things, but uh, obviously, like I think a, a main a main cornerstone is the pavement pizza. Ah, oh, you know, so it's like yeah. this regurgitated like yeah. kebabs just like scattered around the pavement. Yeah. <laughs> in I the, love that in you labelled Newcastle and Australia <laughs> in the same. I've seen it in Australia and Newcastle yeah. because that's <laughs> no. and there's like the, the corner of the yeah. But it's incredible, like Newcastle, Australia. I'm assuming it was given that name from our Newcastle or from someone. British very Newcastle. Likely. But yeah. how similar the yeah. nightlife life <laughs> experience is, it's quite remarkable. And what we're saying is there's like an area where people congregate to be sick. That, that's like the pizza. Is that what was it? Yeah. The pavement pizza, yeah. <laughs> that's Brilliant. a widespread. But then the other one that's incredible, okay, it was freezing the other day in Bristol. I mean, it was probably like below zero or something. Girls out where it, they might as well have just gone out in their bikini. Like oh. just just take it to the bikini man, but I yeah. don't even understand how oh. they're just like cool chilling like that. Literally. That just sounds terrible, doesn't it? Well, yeah, it <laughs> does. Oh, no, you just no clothes on and stuff. God, oh, wrap God. up. God, I just wanted to go out and have a few drinks <laughs> with my mates. Even we're all single guys. We just wanted to go out and chill. We yeah. don't want to be so distracted by girls in bikinis. We want to have to pay for the pleasure of seeing girls <laughs> in bikinis. Not for God, free. On the street so corner. annoying. I know. Just wanted to talk about sport and hang out. <laughs> now stupid girls in their bikinis. But no. Another amazing thing was seeing like really ill people out. Oh no, the one that trips me out is being in again Bristol. It's obviously a big student population, but they have like sniffer dogs on the door. Yeah, and then like paramedics stationed at the doors because obviously it's like everyone's just like, how ghetto is this place? <laughs> you know, I've never seen a sniffer dog at a club. That's unbelievable. Bristol was really sweet. Yeah, like, exactly. where were you DJing? Yeah, got sniffer dogs, mate. You know. <laughs> 
necessarily promoting <laughs> a good fingerprint. Yeah, they take their real But then, like, seeing really ill people like getting back into the the van to be taken taken home, and like, girl, it's just like she needed to uh, medical attention, but she's like, no, I'm determined to go to the party. Oh. And it's like, no, take your friend home. Oh. <laughs> she needs to go home. Yeah, yeah. I saw something <laughs> amazing last week. Now, I uh, don't condone violence any shape or form because I'm against it okay. and because mainly I'm a pussy, right? And I don't even get beaten up. So no, I don't fight. I don't fight. I, I don't good fight, angle right? to take. But, but mm. last weekend uh, out the front of a club, I did see uh, about five or six people uh, all in fancy dress in a big brawl. And Wait, I was like, that, was that is fucking amazing. <laughs> that is, I don't condone violence, but that is amazing. They're all like, one was dressed up as SpongeBob, and the other one was like, Superwoman. Like, guys and girls were going was hammer and tumble. A real each other. fight. They were kicking the shit out of each other. See, did, that, how did it kick I off? Wish, I, I wish there was video footage of that, because that know. would just be like. <laughs> Superman's beating up Spongebob no, I know, I know. <laughs> Who's gonna win <laughs> Oh man it was incredible Like it just like It just, oh, happened really really fast I think I just went out for a fag Or something like that <laughs> And then all of a sudden did it, And there's all of a sudden Caught in my, my peripheral I just saw this thing Like just pile onto the street And I was like What's going on And I was literally Like five or six people In fancy dresses Kicking the shit out of each other And I was standing there in shock Going It's one of the best things You've ever seen in my life <laughs> Should I go and help No no Sweat it out We're yeah, just, just <laughs> want to see if Spider-Man's Going to beat up Banana in pyjama You know That <laughs> must like, have thrown So many people Walking past that And going Oh what Is that Am I watching a cartoon <laughs> yeah. it's real. You know when you have Like that ball of smoke In the cartoon With an arm sticking out And a leg sticking out In the fight It's like The closest <laughs> you get In real life To that isn't it <laughs> How about you Jason What's something crazy Or weird you've seen At the front of a nightclub Over the, over the years the front. See, I, I'm. I think obviously what's happening is I'm going to really nice places. You're strictly VIP, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you ain't yeah, on yeah. the front line like yeah. that. He's living the life. I've definitely not seen those dividends. So that's yeah. His stories are like I saw Honestly. someone drinking a Stella. Couldn't believe it. Yeah. Oh my god! Worst thing I'd seen in ages. So, someone did a shot. <gasps> no, oh, no. <laughs> and it was Yoko. <laughs> Seriously, sniffer dogs. That was a new one to yeah, me as well. Like, but also just to have the the ambulance and paramedics. There, stationed, ready for action. I was that's just like, like, kids out there need guidance, man. That's um, like we've been here too many times. We know it's going to happen. We're just waiting. We're just yeah, ready. Yeah. <laughs> We're ready for action. It's almost like uh, a festival. They're ready. They're ready. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's not right. No, you're hey, um, VIP. What would you guys say if I said that I just realised yesterday that I've got something uh, quite similar in common with Gary Barlow? I'd take be concerned. That. <laughs> Would you be concerned? No. Oh, no, I'd be really interested and fascinated yeah. really? what that is. No, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, well, if you are concerned or interested, either or, um, I'll share it with you up next. So I would like to know, maybe it is a little bit concerning. Uh, actually, yeah, it is quite concerning. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it. I'll share it with you up next. I'm Fubar, uh, Sarah Hugh and Doc 2. Doc Brown has left us for some shitty gig at the Royal Albert Hall. So whatever. Um, I'm get into it right after the roots. You're on Fubard, Sarah Hugh and Doc too. Doc Brown's just ducked out, so Sarah and Hugh here with you. And uh, we also as a team, eh? lucky enough to be joined by actor, <laughs> entrepreneur, man of mystery, Jason Mazza. Yeah, it's like it's like we've downgraded slightly from from Doc, but it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> now, uh, very very interesting. Well, we we're just talking during that song about um, how you, uh, you you also have a production company as well, and you're making some films. You're doing you guys are doing the new um, Al Murray, the, yes, so the pub just, landlord. Movie. Yeah, we're just setting that up. Um, for for the summer, but um, yeah, it's really really cool. It's really funny, and I mean he's such. I mean everyone loves Al Murray, the pub landlord. He's such a. But I watched his show actually. We we went and checked him out um, the other week, and he's so good. And uh, and it's just such a love character that I think it's time that the fans sort of get to enjoy him in a movie. And it's really funny. And he actually it's 
it's maybe not what everyone's going to expect. There's, you know, it's, he goes on this sort of crazy adventure, and uh, and yeah, it's still early days, but hopefully we're going to be we're going to be shooting in the summer. But it's going to be awesome. Mm, when, in, any, oh, sorry, you go, sir. No, I was just going to say because I think on low key he's got pretty massive following, really, isn't it? Yeah, like it was cra- like he's still like I mean, considering he's not really been on the TV too much over the last sort of year or so, but he's still selling out venues, like yeah. selling out. It's crazy. It must be up there as one of the most like longest popular running shows because like yeah. most people would run a show for a year. Yeah. Generally, do all the festivals run it for a year. But that's just been going and going and going and going. And going. It's just been, like, I think it's, it's like amazing. 15, 20 years in. Yeah. But he's, he's brilliant. And, uh, and, and yeah, and just everyone loves him. So I can't wait to sort of turn it into a movie. It's going to be a lot of fun. Any rough ideas when that might be out? Uh, well, if we're gonna if we're gonna shoot in the summer, I imagine it'd be out sort of summer next year. Brilliant. So, so yeah, but yeah, so it's gonna be awesome. Um, and uh, before before the roots, we were just talking about um, Sarah. Sarah's been on tour, and we're talking about the crazy stuff she's seen out the front of nightclubs. Um, we actually just got an email through. <laughs> just standard things just she's seen. Standard like, things. Yeah, it's like you just become completely desensitized. Um, definitely. We had a uh, we had an email come through. You can hit us up anytime. Tuesday Drive at foobarradio.com. This is from Celia in Kingston. She says she saw a girl at the weekend outside a nightclub, um, and she was sitting on the steps singing repeatedly and loudly I don't want to be this fucked I don't want to be this fucked then she vomited on her mate's shoes and oh. then again really loudly said let's go and get some shots let's get some <laughs> See, shots just complete turn around there yeah. like... sounds like a great song um, apparently the bouncer uh, he had some other ideas <laughs> yeah uh, thanks for the email Celia that was really that's good. amazing now uh, yes I realised yesterday when I was reading the paper um, very high cultured highbrow paper Metro. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Me and Gary Barlow, we've got something quite in common. Gary Barlow, of course, from Take That. Mm, now, superstar. Um, their uh, angle, uh, their article, sorry, was saying that uh, he, because uh, he's involved in a musical, Calendar Girls, and everyone was like, whoa, mm. wow. That's all right. Wow. Mm, okay. Mm. Sure. It's taking okay. it next level. Next level. Um, and he was saying, look, 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 hold on, hold on. The only reason I'm doing this, right, before you make any judgments about me, is because I wanted to try to see some girls, you know, a bit nude. Backstage and some of that. I he just needs to c- visit the clubs that I'm DJing at in Bristol, and you know it's a much less effort than putting yeah. on a whole West End show. Well, that's what he was like. Whoa, whoa, hang on! Before you judge me for being such a girly, girly thing, like you know, there's a reason behind it. I wanted to, and I was like, I saw that, and I was like, Yeah, I've done that. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I've done that before. Well, out of your way. When I was really, really young, um, I started playing netball. Yeah, right. I started playing netball, and everyone's like, "What? You're like the only the only boy playing that's netball." That's quite out like, there for Australia. It's too. very yeah. out there, you know. So, uh, and especially for a heterosexual guy to play netball, everyone was like, "Well, <laughs> you want to tell us something?" <laughs> da, 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 da. Do you know how many girls I picked up playing netball? Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I did advice purely because I was like thinking. Right, my theory was is that like there's so many of the hot girls at school were playing netball, and then they were saying, "Oh, there's going to be a mixed netball team now, mixed netball," and I'm like. Shit, this could be a really good end. <laughs> like, oh, this could be a really idea. good end. As long as you don't go into the friend zone. As long yeah. as you're like, yeah, look, hey, I don't want to be here, friends, babes. I'm here to play this really <laughs> seriously. All right? And I was good at basketball, so I was real good at netball, too, because I was good at basketball. Real good. And I was like, I understand where you're coming from, Gary Barlow. <laughs> yeah. I really understand where you're coming I from. I guess I, my route was the kind of opposite, get it, becoming a, fem- a hip-hop DJ. Yeah. Meant that, yeah, 99% of the time it's just dudes. 
How does it go for you? How often do you how often do you get laid while you're DJing, Sarah? <laughs> Don't have to answer that. Listen to you. I'm oh, strictly that. professional. And she would never Thank get laid much. while she's DJing. You know, not at the same time. You can't do that. You can't do that. Oh, what a shame though. You can't, never do cross, you can't do crossfaded dick tricks. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> Isn't that listen what you? A shame. What a, oh, can you? You're on the Whoa. verge of getting fired. <laughs> you're on the verge of getting fired. Or slapped. Backhand slapped <laughs> by Sarah. Yeah. Hey um, Jason, you were just saying you've got to duck out of here now, but mate, thank you so much for joining us on the show thanks for having me guys it's been a lot of fun mm. a lot of fun look champion. forward to seeing all the future product product projects yeah even. man yeah, yeah. And, and and tonight nurse bbc2 10 p.m see there's a massive plug there bang yes. Any, is there anything else you want to plug while you no no that's 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 all for now but check yeah. it out check it out that's tonight what was it on uh, uh sorry bbc2 bang 10 p.m Legend, Jason Mazza. Uh, coming up next, we've got Are You Taking the Pierce? You're on FUBAR. Sarah Hugh and Doc 2. Nobody can do it. Beastie Boys, three MCs, and one DJ. You're on FUBAR. It's Sarah Hugh and Doc 2. Doc Brown is uh, just ducked out of the studio, but um, Sarah and I have been here holding it down for the next half an hour, and it's time for... Are You Taking the Piss? Are You Taking the Piss? This, this is, is your, your chance to vent. Yes. We all need that opportunity to vent, because, you know, all that pent-up frustration and, you know... Anger is it anger? Yeah. Or just, just yeah. vexation is is not a good thing. Like you need to release the beast. Oh, so that's just what <laughs> ha- that's just what happened here. A positive pla- place, yeah. So basically, yeah. she need I need to say to you, yeah. like, you taking the piss, mate? Asking me them kind of questions on air or I what? Know, I know. Um, no, but this in this last week, I'm a big fan of astronomy. Wait, like, wait, wait. First things first. <laughs> for people that just tuned in, right? Yeah. Um, I I was getting a bit cheeky to Sarah about her DJing and she was we were talking about you know doing a job in the opposite sex's realm to try to pick up and you made a joke about saying yeah that's why I started DJing too. no I did not say that you took it down that that's, road that's what I, I said it, I ended up in the complete opposite position of you to, um, actually having a strategy of starting netball to um, get girls no my motivation of becoming a hip hop DJ was not to get guys I didn't have any troubles no. in that department no. um, you know so I spent a lot of years yeah. to become <laughs> to be taken seriously in my work okay? I, I, I didn't need darling. to take the cheap route like, I like you did with your netball career absolutely <laughs> no. but I'm, uh, you know no, I was just I being really cheeky don't care. I really don't care I was care. being cheeky darling you know I love you and I got nothing but the highest highest opinion of you and you I know love that. you too uh, but I was being a bit cheeky and was yeah, Hugh <laughs> Nat the producer the came yeah. in to, I got say, to shut down Hugh I got slammed Nat came bad. to my defence <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow I deserved it though I deserved alright Sarah so what's going on this week and uh, are you taking the piss it's a good opportunity as we said to uh, vent something or someone that's been uh, taking a piss and we definitely want to hear from you guys as well Zero double three zero double two three zero two hundred. hit us up if there's something that happened for you this week that made you say to yourself are you taking the piss like are you for real seriously for real for real <laughs> exactly <laughs> something made you feel that inside we want to hear from you okay but you know I'm a big fan of astronomy which is um, a bit sad in many ways Why? but um, <laughs> that's not sad I, I never cease I just I'm um, literally in love <laughs> you I don't, but I am investing in one. Christmas is a great pick. <laughs> you yeah. never know. You might find one under your tree. <laughs> Seriously. I, that, I would be so overjoyed with that, honestly. How sad am I? But, um, yeah, so, uh, and of, of course, this last week we had, like, one of Mother Nature's most spectacular 
other, you know, the events to happen. We had the solar eclipse. Of course. Of which, course. like, was so exciting to me. Like, I was just so happy about it. And I just thought it was um, really hilarious how the whole time the eclipse was happening on, in the morning, on Friday morning, it was just solid cloud, like, yeah. over most of yeah. the country. And then as soon as, like, the eclipse finished, it just turned into the most glorious blue skied, like, clear day ever. And I was just like, seriously, eclipse, are you taking the piss? Are you taking the piss? <laughs> like, Definitely. that was just a total liberty. Like, how are you going to hype us <laughs> up like that? You know, and then just put cloud everywhere you're hey, taking the piss there's a lot of people didn't mean, I completely missed the whole thing like I just kind of you woke up and then recovering from re- Jager shots or yeah, yeah probably you know us <laughs> girls were crazy um, but yeah I read up and like read in the paper and I was like oh damn but it seemed like there was a lot of people just seeing photos a lot of people were out like you know with their little pinhole things and the glasses and they're all watching mm. it. but I don't, then there was like so overcast no one could really see shit anyway I know it was hilarious and now you've got to wait till like 2026 to experience that again in the UK I've got another are you taking the piss off that because mm. I read in the same paper that a school I don't, can't exactly remember where they're from but they're in a lot of trouble because they had made all the kids make little pinhole things so you can look at the eclipse through the, mm-hmm. the little paper thingy whatever's mm-hmm. massive thing made them do all this stuff da, 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 and then they get to school and then the principal goes no no one's allowed to watch it um, outside for religious reasons reasons and mm-hmm. all the parents were like what Arr? what religious reason they're like we can't say it's our own religion. And they're like, what? <laughs> what? And now the school's getting, like, you know, formally investigated because they're like... Because all the parents are like, are you taking the piss? <laughs> are you taking the piss? Are you taking the piss? Are you taking the piss? That's weird, right? That is a Don't bit suspect. A bit I think something else was going on, which the headmaster was trying to, like, cover up or something there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think another thing that made me feel this week, like, are you taking the piss? This morning, 5.30 a.m., my cat waking me up with like relentless meowing for like 15 minutes straight after like a couple oh. minutes I'm like okay I'm sure he'll get bored in a minute it's like are you taking the piss sprinkles are you taking the piss sprinkles <laughs> no it's not called sprinkles sprinkles <laughs> oh God, sprinkles no but you know how we have these funny that like when you look at a cat you go I'm gonna call him sprinkles I don't think I've ever had that happen to me before <laughs> <laughs> no, I've had people with cat calls. oh your sprinkles. world the world that you live in Sarah love <laughs> the, the world. DJ world so what made you say are you ta-? like I'm sorry my cat like what the hell mm. are you taking the pit it's 5 30 a.m but what made you guys say this week are you taking the piss hit us up on the email tuesday drive at foobarradio.com you can tweet us as well um on twitter at foobarradio and call us zero double three zero double two three zero two and actually we've already got a couple of emails getting uh coming through now so we'll get into those up next are you taking the piss on foobar radio sarah hugh and doc two K-Lash. Bit of murder. UK classic there. Absolutely. You're on FUBAR, Sarah Hugh and Doc too. Uh, Doc is ducked out of the studio. Is he taking the piss or what? Is Doc (laughs) Brown taking the piss? That's what we're doing right now. Uh, It is time for our weekly segment, Are You Taking the Piss? Are you taking the piss? It's a chance to vent. Someone's done something that's annoyed you. You need to use this platform to get your voice heard. So, Doc Brown, do you know what? Because um, uh, you've been away the last two weeks, Sarah. Um, The whole whole last two weeks, Doc's been like, Oh, when are we going to be all three of us back together? (laughs) He knows very well that I'm away as of, as of after this show, um, I'm away now for the next three or four Tuesdays. I'll be back in Melbourne. Um, and then what does he do? He's Bounces like, yesterday, he's like, sorry, I've got to leave at five. Doc Brown. Are you taking the piss? <laughs> I've got one. I've got one, Sarah. This is about you, actually. <gasps> yeah. Now, kind of not your fault. Kind of not your fault. But I'm still gone. 
Okay. But just before I asked you, could I have a sip of your water? And you're like, yeah, can, you can have a sip of my water. <laughs> to which I tasted like a shitty old beer, stale beer cup. And, you, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And you go, yeah, I know. I didn't want it. I didn't want it either. Are you taking the piss? Are you taking the piss, Sarah Love? What are you doing to me? That was a bit of a living. <laughs> That's but so hey, good. man, it was came from a place of love. Because I did. just thought, you know, you're in a desperate position. It's desperate. Beggars can't be choosers, can they? It's always funny when you got something so like... deal with it. Like if you hate some food that you think is disgusting <laughs> or whatever, and someone's like, can I have a bite? And you're like, sure. Because my, my friend that did this to me last night, he like some weird little chocolate <laughs> thing. Or my friend James, he gets some weird little chocolate thing. And he's like, hey, man, have this. And I looked at it. I was like, mmm. <laughs> and he kind of... And then I saw it. And he took the other half of it and was like... But like slowly putting it to his mouth, like trying to get me to eat it first, and I was like, "I don't think I'm going to eat it." And he uh-uh. went, "He went, yeah, it was terrible. I just wanted to, I just wanted to see if you'd eat it." Are you taking the piss? James? Are you taking the piss <laughs> fully? That ain't right. Fully, mate. God. That's proper Aussie language. Isn't You're it? getting more and more. I am bilingual with Aussie. Are you? Yeah. Really? You actually are really good, and Kiwi too. And Kiwi, I, I'm trilingual. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Multilingual, I think maybe you call that. Hey, uh, I've got another one as well. Next door neighbor's dog. Doesn't ever stop barking. Doesn't ever stop barking. And because I do a lot of work from home as well, I'm just like, man, it's driving me insane. That little dog. Are you taking the piss? I don't know what to do. You can't really go over and say, say, sorry, could you kill your dog? I know. Yeah. Can we just sedate him? Something. (laughs) Temporarily while I'm at home. What do I do? I know. I I wonder what you can actually do about that. Because it's not like you could complain to the council. No. Is it? Well, I wouldn't even condone going down that route. Like, no. come on, that's just silliness. But when I go outside and they're, you know, the, the next door neighbours are outside with the dog and the dog rungs up to me, so friendly and happy and little like, dog. Don't and they're like, you. Oh, you guys, and they said something the other day, oh, you should take him for a run. When you go for your runs here, mm-hmm. you should take the dog. Why are you taking the I don't want to go anywhere near your fucking <laughs> I hate your dog. You know what, though, Hugh? You've got to look at the glass half full, but not the stinky glass. Not the stinky beer yeah. glass. <laughs> beer glass. Both of us were just like... <laughs> um, no, but, you know, that's quite incredible in London where your neighbour is interacting with you. Really? Yeah. <gasps> I smiled at someone on the tube the other day, Sarah, and they smiled back. I told you. See, I'm championing this. You are good. I am championing this, saying hello to the bus driver, saying thank you to the bus driver, I do, always smiling do at people, making eye contact. Yep. You know, be the change you want to see in the world. I always or complain a, about it. Or complain. Yeah. <laughs> Are you taking the piss? Um, we've been asking you guys as well to get in touch either on the email, TuesdayDriverFubarRadio.com, or you can tweet us um, or hit us up on the f- Facebook, which is both at Fubar Radio. I want to hear the Fubar listeners vent. I want to know what's been troubling you. Here we go, Sarah. We can jump straight into it. Sasha from Andover. She has uh, emailed us and said... I just chipped my bloody nail polish. <laughs> is my nail polish taking the piss? Are you taking the piss? <laughs> yes, it I is. I feel your pain. All people who wear, I was going to say all women, but all people who wear nail varnish out there, we can relate. We know how annoying that is. You spend time, it's painstaking, making it really? look pretty, and then it just chips. One word for you ladies, shellac. I was about to say, <laughs> does you know about shellac? <laughs> You how know, do I know, you know that? about Because I played netball when I was a kid, all right? That's how I know about Shellac. <laughs> it's not about your evening activities. Or anything. <laughs> all right, who else? Um, uh, Adam from Stratford, he has emailed in saying, I just missed my train home by seconds. Oh. Are you taking the piss? Are you taking the piss? Oh, I hate that, man. That is annoying. Especially if it's a long wait to the next train. Because it does make me laugh in London how it's like one minute between trains and people are like, oh, God, yeah. I didn't get on that train. And then people come from other places, they're like, this is nothing to wait to minutes for a train oh, so but annoying. when it's like that 20 minute half hour wait yeah yep. you're probably like that's just taking the piss it is taking the piss and I was getting the tube on the weekend 
and there was a lady in front of me because I knew I had to run down the escalator to just make this train that I <laughs> you needed. You had to risk life and live. Risk. Yeah. It really is dangerous. I'm going to do that. I'm a wild man. All right? <laughs> uh, so I get down to halfway down the escalator and there's a lady there with a pram and a little buggy with her baby. She was, I couldn't get past her. <laughs> Missed my train. I was like, oh, lady. Are you taking the <laughs> Selfishly had kids and now you're making me late. <laughs> it's not right at all. It's not right. Who's she to use public transport? I know. Right. Liberty. God. <laughs> taking kids out in public? Are you taking the piss? Are you taking the piss? Uh, Lewis from Reading, he has tweeted us and said, my alarm went off this morning and I had to get out of bed. <laughs> Are you taking the oh, piss? not happy about having to get out of bed. <laughs> I Lewis. think the whole nation is supporting you in that one. Absolutely. Do you have, what time do you set your alarm for generally in the morning? Me, myself? Yeah. Oh, see, this is the problem with being a um, medical journalist and a DJ. Mm. I mean, the other night I didn't get to bed until 6 a.m., so really I, I, I had earned my sleep after waking up at 5 a.m. every morning, the days leading up to that. I'm gonna so s- it changes every, from week to week. It's constantly changing, which is whack. I'm going to say that you probably went to bed at 6 a.m. because of a medical conference? <laughs> no. Really? Oh. No, I was waking up at 5 a.m. Oh. Yeah. All week. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then cool. going to bed at 6 a.m. Uh. after seeing loads of pavement pizza. And, yeah. Yeah. Waking up when it's dark. Are you taking the no. piss? No, no, no. no. Not, Not a fan. fan. Not a fan at all. Um, Sophia from Gasport. Gosport. Oh, Gosport. Yes, Thank Port? you. Thank you, producer Nad. Who it's plays just his accent. Godlike finger accent. in my headphones. <laughs> yeah. She's very, very good. Um, Sophia has this. emailed in um, saying that um, I got to write a 10,000 word um, dis- dissertation by the beginning of May. I've got to write, sorry. And I've only done 2,000 words. This dissertation is... Are you taking the piss? Taking the piss. <laughs> See, I was wondering if she was going to say about herself... Am I taking the piss Am or I what? That I've not even, I've only done like this much and the deadline is weeks away. That's kind of well, like, pushing fact, it a bit. The fact that what, why did I commit to doing 10,000 <laughs> <Yeah>. words? <laughs> Who thought Am this I, was a good idea? Who thought this was a good idea? Is anyone even going to read this? No, Study? no, you're doing great things. Stick with it. Stay in school. It's great. Oh, Sarah, love, look at her. Turn it around. I don't want to be discouraging her. It's wonderful doing a dissertation. For the kids. <laughs> yeah. Good on you, Sarah. What did you study? I did music at university. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. Mm. Bet your parents were stoked. They were. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> they were. No, of course. So what, how do you mean? How do you study music? Like, what do you mean? You went to like a music college? Or? Well, I went to music college. Then I did uh, a degree that was called popular music and recording. Wow. Um, yeah. And then I went straight into my DJ career. So I didn't really. I, I, I just went to uni because I was interested in what they're going to teach me rather than I needed. I wanted a qualification to open any doors for me sort of thing did so you learn, I think um, if you're enjoying what you're studying it makes it much easier oh, doesn't yeah, it yeah absolutely like my my ex-fiance she um, did a double degree in aerospace engineering that's dope and I was like wow like so you could technically you could build a rocket she's like yeah I could we, we actually built rockets on the course that's and I was like why did you want to get into that and she's like because I hated law school and I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, my parents said I, they wanted me to go to be a law school or a doctor. And the compromise was that I'll do aerospace engineering. Oh, gosh. So the parents decided. And I was like, what? That's this incredible. doesn't make She's like, yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really like Think it, it through. Any, <laughs> any three of them. Any, either of the three. I didn't, I didn't no really. No interest or concern about no. any of those. Wow. She's like, I just did it because. Deep. I don't think that's the right way to approach a degree, is it? You're just making it, you know, an even more of an uphill struggle. Double aren't you? degree as well. I'm actually thinking of 
doing a physics degree. A double degree? Maybe not a double degree. Oh, any smart person. Are you taking the piss? Oh, any smart person at all. Makes me feel bad about myself. <laughs> they make me sick. I got a year nine pass. You can probably tell when I pronounce a lot of things. I yeah. tried to talk. Try to talk about three and go, either of them. <laughs> Either of them three yes. things that, <laughs> that you think. That you think. Yeah, I'll go along with. Uh, we've got another email through from Tracy in Forestgate for Are You Taking the Piss? <laughs> and this one is, um, I thought the man I've had a crush on for ages was going to break up with his girlfriend, but he's just told us all in the office that he proposed to her and she said yes. No! Oh! Are you taking the piss? Are you taking What's the piss? What's her name? That's Tracy. Tracy. You got some advice? I got some advice. They don't call me Sarah Love for nothing. Oh, here All we of a go. Sudden. No, oh. Tracy, there's plenty more fish in the sea. Just be happy for him and his future and wish them the best. What? <laughs> Walking off together into the sunset. But your destiny is out there waiting for you. There's a man out there right now. He's dreaming of you. You are his dream woman. And he's just waiting. He's just waiting to meet you. That was beautiful. She's shedding a single tear. It's true, though. Honestly, really there is nice. a man where you are his dream woman. That was really nice, Sarah. He's just waiting for you. Oh, my God. I really Forget him. That. Just be happy for him. But oh, just keep it moving. Don't waste your nice. energy thinking about him and his happiness. I, did, I was going to play this again. <laughs> are you taking the piss? But I don't want to spoil the moment. No. So I, I, definitely I was not taking it. the piss when I was saying that. That was really nice. Hey, uh, Sarah, it's just about time for your live mix. Oh yeah, because you forgot about that. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. I mean, you're a professional DJ by trade, but just because you're on a radio, you got got your own radio show, doesn't mean you can be able to get out of work. (laughs) Yeah, you still got to work on this show. Earn them wages. Yeah. Um. So, uh, do you know what you're going to be playing for us today? Do you know where he's going to? Oh yeah. No, I want to play you something from. Um. Yeah. So keeping with that love theme, I want to play you something from the new D'Angelo album because I just think it's all about. Earlier, I was talking about for me, there's a difference between artists and acts, and um, yeah. I think um, championing these people who are putting, you know, working hard to put out good music. So I want to play you something fresh from D'Angelo. I want to play you something fresh from Kendrick Lamar. He just dropped an album just days ago, which is making waves. Yeah. So, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. some interesting good. new music from artists. Amazing. Yeah. All right, we're going to get Sarah Love uh, doing a live mix in the studio up next, right after Lady of Rage, Afro Puffs. You're on Fubar, Sarah Hugh, and Doc Two. You're on FUBAR, Sarah, Hugh and Doc 2. Uh, Doc Brown has ducked out, um, unfortunately. But um, what have we got? Ten minutes of the show left. That's right. We don't need him. Do we, Sarah Love? Because you're about to do your love mix in the studio uh, whenever you are ready, lady. Whenever you are ready. Lucky enough to have Sarah Love doing a love mix for uh, the last ten minutes of the show. Here we go. She's going to take it away. Sarah Love, killing it as always. Wow. wow. I think the tunage was pretty on point. I do love that Bilal tune. I played you uh, that last song now playing. It's D'Angelo off his album Black Messiah. Before that, you have something fresh from Bilal, one of the illest soul artists yeah. out at the moment, and opened it up with something from the brand new Kendrick Lamar album. Aww. Pick those up if you're looking for good, credible music. Uh, also, just got to do a little quick disclaimer as well that there is some every now and then uh, there is it's, it can be a little bit challenging to work with what you've got to work with. But here what in the do studio. they say? Bad workman. You can't tell. Always blames his tools. Yes, yeah, sensible tradesman. Always <laughs> blames his tools. All right, time for us to get out of here. Uh, next week, um, I'll be away for the next few weeks. Um, I'll be in Australia, but um, Sarah and Doc will be here holding it down. Have a fantastic week until then, and uh, thank you so much for joining us, Sarah Hugh and Doc Two, right here on Fubar. Peace.